0: It's time to head in the shop with Steve, Kirk, Brian, and Dan.
1: I've been driving all night, my hands wet on the wheel.
0: In the shop, your source for the latest information and advice on maintaining and repairing your vehicle. On KGMI Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham, and KGMI.com. Whoa! KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. Opinions and information expressed are those of the host and or sponsors and do not necessarily reflect those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group.
2: Good morning. You are in the shop. This is Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Kirk from Angler Automotive. Good morning, Kirk. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Kirk's here preparing for the show. Absolutely. Just Get, checking out the cool pen supply here. Getting ready to take your calls. 360 676 KGMI. That's 676 5464. Give us a call early. We always end up at the end of the show with uh, people stacked Ooh. up for calls. Got some glue here. Kirk is prepared. Yeah, going let's through, do this. Going through the pen cup.
3: Hey, you want to start out with pet, pet peeves or you want to do, uh, no, let's do your Pet show.
2: peeves. Let's, no, I want to. I want I want to hear the angry old man in you. Uh, yeah, actually,
3: I'm not angry, but um, on the way up to the station today, um,
2: through through the 14 construction zones.
3: Uh, yeah, that, and that's good, you know. I, it's for many reasons. Progress. Progress. You know, employed people, people working, good stuff there. Um, actually, the street out in front of uh, my shop, Valencia Street, is. Kind of ongoing construction, a little
2: torn up. A they little might torn say. up,
3: yeah. And uh, so, and I, didn't know, this, I didn't know. This is not a piece, I, by Honestly,
2: the way. between yeah. your shop and Kentucky Street, uh-huh. I did not know you could fit that much heavy equipment in that it small area. It is amazing.
3: They've got on any given day two big, huge uh, excavators and one big, big scoop mobile. I'm, I'm not really sure front end loader, um, and a couple. Other smaller, you know, scoop mobiles or excavators, uh, dump trucks. Um, it's it's a busy place, and uh, but still, you can get in to my shop, and maybe from the Alabama side, maybe from the Kentucky side. Kind of varies hour to hour, day to day. But uh, I actually kind of like it. I've gotten used to the the gravel now.
2: The gravel, and the and soft sand.
3: There's no potholes. It's just. Soft and cushy, driving down the road, and I feel like I'm out in the county, just exploring. It's wonderful. Anyway, so I leave the shop this morning. you am know, going through the construction zone, get on U Street, started heading up the hill, and up by the uh, funeral, the graveyard there. Um, there's a big, long, yellow pipe, and um, I'm kind of guessing it's probably a natural gas pipe. They got a Road signs, you know, they're stopping traffic, flaggers, the whole works. Anyway, I got across the street and um, started heading up U Street Hill, and here's my pet peeve. If you don't know where you're going, right, and you're lost in your car, just pull over and figure out where you are going, maybe where you are or something, but get out of my way. Get off the road. If you don't know, I don't know. That really bugs me when people are going, 15 miles an hour up U Street
2: trying to figure out. Well,
3: you must, you must you
2: must really like it when they stop with their left turn signal on and then, then swerve to the right. I almost got creamed by
3: a semi getting off the freeway this morning over at sunset. The guy had his right blinker on, and uh, so I'm thinking he's going to go to the hospital for whatever reason. And uh, I'm going straight. Well, so is he. <laughs> so I'm out in the wrong way. Just land. making a wide turn. Oh, my God. Anyway. So much construction around hey, the wait, county. I got one more. So much. I, he- I oh, hear The I- carbon tax, the 50 cent carbon tax. 50 cent, isn't oh, it? Like oh, a buck yeah. 50 well, now? I don't know what it is. But, um, you know, come on, really? I mean, we're not going to. Washington State's not going to save the planet. Um, I'm sorry to say, in case anyone's wondering. But. You wonder why, you know, inflation's down. What it's down to only eight percent now. Is that eight percent higher than it was two months ago? When it was ten percent, you know. Um, but you add this carbon tax, and the fuel prices go up, and the cost of delivery of parts, everything, groceries. You know, the price of everything keeps going up. So maybe our state government's trying to just get us all to move out of Washington State. Turn it back to what it was like, you know, 500 years ago before anybody was around.
2: It, you know, it, it, it it's a spiraling effect of raising taxes, driving people into homelessness. So you need to raise taxes more to help people get out of homelessness. Right. That's for the show that's on before us, though. Oh, okay. So we'll, All right. we'll leave that to them.
3: All right. Well, one last thing. I um, I like uh, – there's a lady named Brandy Cruz, I think her name is. She's undivided. You know, she used to work for uh, one of the morning radio stations or TV stations years ago. Anyway, she. there's this thing, you know, when apparently when um, the government, Washington state government was uh, going to this cap and – what is it, cap and trade or cap and whatever, taxing the – the companies, the power companies, for their, they get credits. They buy it's a
2: lottery, and they buy. It's the Al Gore pyramid scheme.
3: Yeah, something like that. But apparently, um, the the people in our state of Washington government told like Puget Sound Energy, um, you know, don't put that. You know, they the Puget Sound Energy or one of the energy companies went to the state and said, hey, we got to raise our rates because we're paying this extra. Fee, and they agreed to do that. Um, however, apparently they requested that don't put this down as a line item. It's too confusing your, to the consumer to confusing. understand
2: they're paying an additional tax.
3: Exactly, it's not a tax. It's just we're going to save the um, world or something like that, and the planet's going to be fine. We're just going to go away. <laughs>
2: anyway, that's <laughs> that, all I got to say that about that. You know, in 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 the in the end. In the end, Kirk, it's just a bunch of bull. What bull? Bull. It's just a bunch of bull. I'm transitioning to an automotive-related news story. Let's talk about chickens then. We're going to oh, talk, we're gonna talk oak, about we're yeah. going to talk about chickens. But first, we're going to talk about bull. We're going to talk a bull in Nebraska, talk about a bull in Nebraska. Hey, you know. By the
3: way, if you want to give us a call at three six zero six seven six five four six for you, camp too.
2: and we'll talk more about cars. Yeah, but uh, this is an interesting one. Um, an old Crown Victoria in Nebraska was seen cruising down the freeway. And I swear, if you look at this thing, you are not going to believe what you see. You're well, th- Hold it up to the microphone you're gonna, you're gonna so think, can see. You're going to think it, it's fake and it's not real because this guy has converted the passenger seat in his Crown Victoria. He cut out half the windshield. He cut out half the roof. He built an additional metal framework in there to support the weight of his pet bull. And uh, so he's cruising down the freeway with this bull. And this thing has, like, four-foot horns on it. It's a big, it's it, a big bull. It is a, it is a big bull. And uh, he eventually got pulled over by the state patrol there. Apparently, the bull, whose name is Howdy Doody, writing hmm. <laughs> um, with his owner, Mr. Meyer, um, that he cruises around. It's a full-grown Watusi bull. Um, estimated the way somewhere in the thousand fifteen hundred pound range. Really, it looks a lot. I
3: I would guess it more than that, but whatever. And run, I don't run, know my bulls very well. Running
2: around in his '90s Crown Victoria, and this guy's cruising down the freeway with a, a bull in the passenger seat. That's amazing. And but the thing must be pretty tame. I if I were a bull, I'd be getting kind of angry if you're cruising down the freeway. With me in the side of a car, but you know, know. maybe the bull. I mean, think about it. That bull might be feeling pretty special. But the yeah. uh, the Norfolk police decided to to cut him cut him a break and and let him go with a warning, but told him to get that bull out of town. Get that bull out. Of get town. that bull out of, yeah, of at town. Least so, out of your car you know, look and, look you know. it up. If you go you go Google Nebraska bull in a car. Howdy duty the bull. You know, honestly though. That's the kind of news I want to see.
3: I'm tired of all this. You know, definitely you the more news entertaining. On it, it's just a, you know, this is somebody doing something special. I'm really impressed by just the suspension on that old Lincoln. Obviously, the airbags are still working. I, it, and the it, auto level. its holding still up work. pretty well. I mean, uh, it shows the weight in the passenger yeah, side, does. but it's pretty
2: level. No more
3: than my ex mother-in-law,
2: but um, it probably—it yeah. was probably a Crown Vic with the police package, the heavy-duty suspension. Probably, it's and it def- definitely needs that high-output V8 to get that thing up to speed. Yeah, what a beauty!
3: I'd be a little concerned about you know driving through town where you know it's kind of tight. A lot of times, you will be driving along and you know the guys that have their big trucks and the big tires and the big mirrors sticking out like they're a big old peacock kind of thing. And you got that big horn hanging what, foot and a half, two feet off into the sidewalk area. Yeah, that horn'll you know, take your
2: mirror right you know, off. Take your mirror, take a
3: lot of stuff off.
2: Anywho, so not that's exciting. Not Thank something you for not something that. you see every day. But uh but pretty interesting nonetheless.
3: I would love to see that. Maybe somebody out in Linden's gonna become inspired.
2: Well, I think we're going to take a little break here and uh, get ready for your phone calls. 360-676-KGMI. We're going to talk a little bit about chickens and cars and how they don't really relate, but somehow in the end, they really do. 360-676-KGMI. You are in the shop with Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Angler
4: Automotive. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi, Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. doctor today about SkyRizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call one 866 skyrizi to learn more.
0: Okay, next up for the auction, we have an amazing deal, this beautiful new American Standard Furnace and Heat Pump. It is consumer best rated, has a 10-year parts warranty, and it'll be installed by the pros at Linden Sheet Metal. Let's start the auction! First, for the savings, we have incredible tax credits. Do I hear $1,000? $1, $1,000, $1,500, 1500 now $2,000? Sold! You now have $2,000 off of Furnace and Heat Pump. For utilities rebates, there's a mixed bag. Depending on what you get, there are savings of up to $2,400. We also have manufacturers dealer rebates up to $1,500. And for our final item, we have financing. Zero down and zero interest if paid according to a contract. Do you know, I hear six months down, looking for 12 months ahead of now, 18 months, 18 months to have, we have a winner. Congratulations. You don't have
5: to be at the auction to make these great deals. It's open to everyone that calls. This deal includes tax credits, rebates, and easy financing. But don't wait. These savings won't be around forever. You too can be a winner. Call us today. Linden Sheet Metal, serving the Northwest for over 80 years.
0: Radio Real Estate with Mike Kent on KGMI. Every Saturday, I break down what's happened in the market. More importantly, I share expert insight as to what you can expect next with your Whatcom County real estate investment. Radio Real Estate is sponsored by Linden Sheet Metal, Windermere Real Estate, and Windwood Enterprises. 10 a.m. every Saturday on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM and KGMI.com.
6: With more ways than ever to connect to news and entertainment, 90% of new car buyers want the tried-and-true AM-FM radio option.
7: Gadgets are great, but when you're behind the wheel, you just want that local connection that you can't get from online apps.
6: Local radio is dependable and free, with no subscription or cellular data required, and no fumbling with a separate device. Visit
7: wearebroadcasters.com and tell us how you depend on AM radio stations like KGMI and how you want AM included in your next new car.
5: The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group.
2: Man, oh man. Welcome back. You are in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Mangler Automotive, Dan He's in Seattle from Bellingham Automotive. now well, he, he's got some kind of a special. He's got a meeting. He was up in Canada fishing. Now he's down in Seattle at a meeting. He's a busy guy. Yeah, he's a busy guy. Busy shop. We're all busy shops. We are busy. So if you're, but you know what, we're here on Saturday morning doing the show. That's right.
3: Uh, and
8: we've not got fishing,
2: and we've got Carl with us. Well, let's talk to Carl. Good morning, Carl. It.
8: My question is re- as it relates to a, a catalytic converter and cleaning it. Well, I did call in before, and you guys stated that uh, this particular vehicle, Ford Ranger, are notorious for having uh, frozen uh, studs on the manifold. Well, I haven't messed with it since, but I did come up with this dainty idea, which I thought I'd pass by and see what you think. And if it's stupid, go ahead and say it. In any case, I can just connect the muffler, so the trailing edge of uh, the downstream of the pipe that has a catalytic converter, And I can also take off one of the uh, oxygen sensors, the one that's right over the catalytic converter. So then I got the really nutty idea. What if I just pour a nice uh, soapy mix inside of it and uh, then take a pressure washer and shoot that up the exhaust pipe end? I've never heard of anybody using a pressure washer on a catalytic converter, but it seems to me it might loosen all the junk. And then I use the vacuum to suck all the stuff out and... uh,
2: so are you to, are vehicle. you are you talking about what they say of uh, gutting the catalytic converter? No, or he's washing no, that thing.
8: Absolutely not. I want this thing to work just like it was meant to.
9: Okay. But I
8: just want to clean the carbon junk. I know I can take a broom handle and beat it up, and I don't want to do that. That is against
2: work. that is against federal laws. Yeah. And they'd be Good like, and
8: keep and remind us all of that. Yeah. No, I want this thing to work. I want my truck to. Uh, to pollute the least amount possible. I'm not going to say the cleanest possible, because it never will be the that's least right. amount possible.
2: So you're a so pretty good said, Washingtonian. Uh,
8: No, I'm not. I'm just a good person. I don't like the states. <laughs> okay? okay? So <laughs> That said, so, I don't uh, like the policies, and I also don't like that fat gas tax that you just stated. Um, but I love the state. It's beautiful. So no, that's the catalytic I, converter. I, uh, like your, I like your I like
2: your I like your creativity. I love it. Man. I, like I your think creativity. that's
9: um, what kind of soap well, did you
2: use? I stopped short of using dynamite. You know, I I figured a
8: pressure washer might be aggressive enough. So, with that I, said, what do you think? Do you think they have the integrity to take that kind of a blast
2: with a press, with, a, with a, the pipe with a pressure washer? It so I, I've handled you know probably not good for me. Um, handled the catalytic converter honeycomb material that special blend of uh,
3: plutonium and, and rare, platinum and rare earth metals that,
2: and, that, that's probably why my fingernails are falling out and turning black. Like um, and uh, and unfortunately, I've I've come across one that has like fallen apart internally and that honeycomb material oh. rattles around and turns into this pulverized okay. powder. Um, and, and I think I probably inhaled a little bit of it, which is really bad. And really? It, it, I mean not intentionally. Not intentionally.
8: So what you're but, saying is it's not all that strong. It's not it, durable. it is
2: it is pretty fragile. It's a pretty thin oh. honeycomb material. And okay. uh and, and I would say that like just thinking in theory, you know, if it was covered with black carbon or you know, maybe you were burning some oil which can kind of foul them, that maybe that would wash off and and they work on on in that honeycomb material on the volume of surface area and And so if yeah. that surface is coated, it's going to lose efficiency that being that yeah. being said as as it as the the catalyst, which is not supposed to take part in the chemical reaction by definition, but as as it ages it it does tend to absorb some of the things that flow through it, um be them uh, additives and fuel and other things. And there are detergents in your fuel to go out the tailpipe that should theoretically, you know, keep things from getting too dirty. You know, it cleans carbon off well, valves and things like the, that. I have tried the,
8: I've tried the product like, uh, um, what's the Cataclean and guys like that. You know, you pour a quart into a quarter-filled gas tank, and uh,
2: and that didn't and that so didn't
8: work for you. It took the uh, the warning light off, but you know, all that did was. Bring it from the threshold slightly below, and I just want this thing to be clean. So
9: yeah.
2: works, I, I, uh, Kirk, Kirk I think I think he needs to replace his converter. What do you think?
3: Um, I, I know. I think that I, I really want you to move forward with uh, your plan here. I'm curious what kind of soap you're using. scientific research I'm thinking. Dawn, uh, Dawn dish soap.
8: Yeah, something uh, that honest, turns, uh, Honestly, from an mean,
2: environmental perspective, I'd push it towards Simple Green. Well, okay, that's a good one. Non toxic. Um, non-polluting, yeah, but he's going to rinse it all
3: out of there. I but, I but listen, they didn't use Simple Green up there in the Exxon Valdez. They were using Dawn dish soap, and that's ever since <laughs> really? that I've, that I've always used Dawn dish soap. But I'd be a little concerned about maybe the chemicals that are in the soap might react weird with the uh, converter. But I think it's unintended a, I really,
2: consequences.
3: I you know I would say that. Um, Man, get it all soapy. I wouldn't do it hot. Get it all soapy. Maybe use a garden hose or something. Yeah, or or a, real okay. low pressure. On yeah, you
2: it. don't want that fine point tip. I'd go for a low pressure wash tip because um, you okay. will definitely damage that honey honeycomb material. Yeah.
9: Okay, I, that, I, that
2: right there. I, I, I'm not acquainted so much with the structure of it,
8: and that pretty much answers I won't be taking the pressure washer in. But I think I will let it sit overnight. And then, uh, oh, at least the vacuum cleaner will be gentle if I'm careful. In any case, you know, I'm just going to go through about uh, two weeks' worth of work and give up and then just go buy a new catalytic converter is what's going to happen.
9: Well, you need we'll to call, call us back. back that's I, right. I
8: really okay.
3: want to hear how this works out.
8: I will call you back. I'll give you a report. Uh, and uh, thanks a lot for your time. Absolutely, Appreciate Carl. It. Thank
3: you for Ready. calling on. Right. Absolutely. Have a good morning. We'll talk I, to you later. I love this this our american ingenuity and and uh you know we'll find
2: solutions to yeah. all the problems i'm gonna have to put this into the hobby project home experiment category yeah, yeah. you know i i found over the years with with technicians and, and in the shop trying to do professional work that uh that sometimes the shortcut is the longest path to the solution quite often is and 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 it's just as as I this is part of getting older I guess they call it wisdom is that what it is (laughs) I don't know I don't know the young the young people that that work for me you know roll their eyes and walk away and I always love those situations where where I can point out that I was correct
3: yeah you know it's funny because my kids are um 14 16 now and uh Oh, they still know everything. They, man, you know I've, you know I've got a wee bit of life experience on quite quite a few things, and you know I can we might have a little project, whatever it might be, and you know I might try to give a little advice to kind of expedite the whole thing. Not you don't know, need to reinvent the wheel because you know you just ask questions like going on the internet, right? But it's coming from Dad and man they completely shut me down. You know, 3 4 hours later, hey, how's it going? Not very good. Want me to show you something? No. No. All right, <laughs> <I laughs> whatever.
2: Well, we're we're going to we're going to take a little break here. 360676 KGMI take a few more calls in just a moment. You are in the shop, Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Angler Automotive. <sighs>
5: So much better than that tent we stayed in last year.
10: We sure are putting this new RV to work. I'm glad we're here early, because it seems that everyone has stepped up their mode of camping, and, well, they're all here. I
5: told you not to post about it last year. It was supposed to be our little secret, but now everyone knows.
10: Well, Kent's Garden and Nursery's annual sale is just too good to be true. I had to show off all my fabulous new trees and shrubs, and now, well, we're the garden envy of all our neighbors.
5: And that's why we're camped out waiting for Kent's to open. I'm ready to finish planting my pond, and with 30% off everything but the dirt... I think we can buy enough greenery to create that living fence between us and you-know-who. Oh,
10: oh I see they're opening the gates. I got my trusty wheelbarrow. Let's go.
5: Don't miss Kent's
10: annual fall. Save 30% off everything but the dirt sale. Friday, September 9th through the 19th. It's the biggest sale of the year at the largest nursery in town at Kent's Garden
5: and Nursery on Northwest Drive in Bellingham. Digital marketing. You're not sure how it works. If it works, or if you're getting any return on your investment, yet you might be embarrassed to ask too many questions in fear you may look uninformed or out of touch. Digital, isn't it great? Hi, this is Heidi Person, General Manager of the Cascade Radio Group. As business owners and those who run companies, we realize when it comes to advertising your company, you frequently have more questions than answers. For example, when you buy digital advertising, is the only thing you're ever sure about how much money you're spending? You're not alone. Many of the businesses we work with have had the same questions and concerns until we were able to help them better understand the process. So give us a call for a free, no-obligation review of your digital advertising plan. There's no strings, no hidden costs, just helpful expertise. Contact me today at 360-734-9790. It's Heidi Person. We're the Cascade Radio Group, and we want to help your business grow.
10: There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and
0: this station. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Harness the
7: power of the sun, reduce your carbon footprint, and save on your energy bills. You can now go solar with West Mechanical, heating, air conditioning, and electrical.
0: Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com.
4: CBS News Brief. Auto workers are on strike. Union President Sean Fain says Detroit's automakers should give something back.
2: They've had a decade of, of excessive
0: profits, a quarter of a trillion dollars in profits, and our members have fallen further and further behind.
4: The UAW wants a 40% pay hike over four years. It's been one year since Masa Amini's death in Iran after she was arrested by the country's morality police for allegedly wearing her height scarf improperly. This woman says conditions haven't changed. Every family has someone in prison or someone has been killed. So it can't be like before. White House Press Secretary Korean Jean-Pierre is downplaying concerns about President Biden's age. What I can speak to
5: is what this president has done, right? I can speak to his experience. I can speak to the wisdom that
4: he has. I can speak to his record. The president is 80 years old. CBS News Brief. I'm Linda Kenyon.
2: You are in the shop. This is Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Angler Automotive, and we have uh, Gary on the line this morning. Good morning, Gary. Oh, can you turn that down in the background? That's his wife.
3: What are you doing? <laughs> no, just turn the radio off. And just listen on the phone.
2: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Looks like we, looks like we lost Gary. Uh-oh. Let's, uh, maybe Call maybe Maybe we can go to, I think, line three with Mike here. Good morning, Mike. Whoa! Well, let's try Jim on
7: line four. Line four, please.
9: Hey, 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 hey Jim!
2: There? thanks for sticking with us.
7: Oh, you're welcome. Hey, hey, and uh, appreciate you guys listening to you. Uh, you know, I'm not sure whether you're an auto show or, or uh, you know, a duo um, comedy team here, but I appreciate. I had a comment, and I think something important was missing on that. Uh, you know, on the Nebraska Bowl. And uh, we ought to give credit to the, uh, you know, the cop that pulled him over for just giving them a warning because what they did not comment on, and I haven't heard anything from anybody, uh, you know, that relates that story, was that bull wearing a, uh, you know, a blue vest? Uh, maybe maybe that was a companion bull that was just there to give give the driver, you know, comfort. So uh, I, I think they gave, had, they gave
2: him the benefit of the doubt on that one.
7: Yeah, I mean, he probably had to get a size, you know, 32X uh, vest, you know, custom-made or something. Honestly, but, uh,
2: honestly, if I were a law enforcement officer and I pulled over a car with a 1,500-pound bull in the passenger seat, I'd mm-hmm. probably give the guy a warning, too, because I'd hate to deal with the horns. you You arrest the guy, you impound his bull, that's a lot of
7: paperwork. Plus. Well, that's yes, true. that bull might yeah. not
2: be so friendly with strangers with guns.
7: Well, that's true. That's true. So, uh, so yeah.
3: Need to, you need to keep yeah. the guns out of the conversation.
7: <laughs> well, one or both of them probably could get, you know, they could take them in for a uh, uh, 24-hour mental uh, examination, too.
2: Yeah, I'd be letting that bull go.
7: Yeah, yeah, that's true. But, you know, just that comment, I thought, you know, with the way the laws are going right now, uh, you can have most – it's surprising he did not try to get that bull out on an airplane. You know, if he was traveling out of Nebraska, And had a lot of people want to leave Nebraska, too. I'll
2: tell you what, that bull walks up to the ticket agent. That ticket agent's going to step right out of the way. I think probably – Oh,
7: yes, yes, yeah. Still. The bull will have its way. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Good. So, like I said, I appreciate the show uh because you guys give us no bull, just straight truth and, you know, and, right. and good humor. All right. It's
3: a, it's
2: all bull
7: It's, it's all ball. <laughs> well, thanks for the call <laughs> oh. Jim.
2: We appreciate it. Okay.
7: All righty. Okay. Bye. All right.
2: Well, I think we're going to we're going to jump over to to Rick here on line 2. Maybe? Maybe. We'll see if rick's still hanging out. You still there, Rick? Yes, I am. Outstanding. So what can we do for you this morning?
11: Yes, I have a a ninety-five Ford Econoline, line, the two fifty, and I've uh, had some brake issues where the brakes would just stick on and in the in the rear. And uh was a point where I was parked, my wife and I were parked at a at some place and we were trying to move the the van to take off and and it felt like we were just had locked. There was no way we were going to go backwards, you know, in reverse. And it took us a while. We finally, I finally just gunned it really hard and it finally went. And I got, I was in Linden, I got behind at McDonald's there in the park back there. But, but yeah, it just stuck on. And then, so I figured uh, the rear brakes were stuck on and I just replaced the brakes it wasn't anything like that. And
2: uh, so cool, my brother. Question for you, Rick. Are those drum brakes or disc brakes on that? I suspect they're drum some, in the rear. drum, the drum in the rear. And you just did the yeah. rear brakes. Yes.
11: Yes. And uh, I did them, but they were working before this happened. This was kind of like after, like a while after. Are, and, you,
3: uh, use, are you using the uh, parking brake as you come to the stop? Or, you know, when you park it? Do you use your parking brake, or you just drive up, put it in park, and walk away?
11: That's pretty much what I normally do. Just put it in, you know. Just I never put the the park the park brake on the emergency brake. I just leave that off. But but yeah.
3: So the parking brake uh, was not um, applied when the event occurred. Correct. That's right. Okay. That's right. Did you do anything with the master cylinder?
11: No. Okay. No.
3: And my happen. brother thought
11: my brother thought it was it's probably the the line that the the soft line that connects in the rear uh from the main line going to uh, it it splits off there to the two wheels.
2: Yeah, right. the little rubber line that goes down to the axle from the main wood line to the rear. Yeah. Right. That's right. Did right. you, That's did, right. you so, did you change we'll, that line out? Yes, yeah, so replace that. And you I
11: thought I had it fixed. That. Yeah, I replaced it, and I thought I had it fixed. And then it occurred again. And uh, <laughs> we were out, and uh, And you could smell the brakes getting hot, right? So, and, had, uh,
3: uh, okay, I, a couple questions for you here. Um, so you did the back, your, your brakes were working fine. You just needed to do the back brakes. And so you did the back brakes, and then this problem started happening, correct?
11: Uh, no, they were all done at the same time. The front end, rear. Okay, and it had been a while back,
3: and so. Okay, so before you did the brake, you did the brakes yourself. Yes. Okay, and before you did the brakes, it was working fine. This was not happening.
11: No, it was. But, but you was know happening. what? There was a little bit of a pull, and I didn't know exactly what it was. I could feel on as you're driving along. You can kind of feel break, a little bit of pressure.
3: Break. Was the back brakes binding up to the where you couldn't drive the car like it is now?
2: No. Okay. That's what no. I was so, so when you when you replace the brakes, did you put new brake drums on it? Uh, yes. Yes, brand new brake drums. Did you put new wheel cylinders on it? The hydraulic. No. Okay. So <laughs> so not new wheel cylinders. Did you put new return spring and brake hardware on it?
11: No, I didn't.
3: Okay. I got one other question. Well, I gotta ask did you, why you do I both sides at one time? Did you have both sides apart at the same time? Steal
2: my thunder. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, did you, did, did you do them one side at a time, just like Kirk asked?
3: Yeah, I do one side the okay,
11: yeah, at a time. I mean, at the same day, yeah.
2: Yeah, so, so there's no chance you swapped the self-adjusting mechanism from one side to the other?
11: No. Okay, no. That,
2: that's good. Did, did you replace the self-adjusting mechanisms? The little screw-toothed wheel at the bottom of the brakes.
11: Yeah, I didn't replace so those. They were working okay. I, I greased the inside of it so it would you know, spin easy. and um, But, like, <laughs> yeah, so I did all that. But, uh, but, yeah, and it worked fine. It was working fine, and, and, you know, until... <laughs> that one day yeah, one where day. I just totally oh. locked up. Now,
2: now on those those brake shoes as they fit against the backing plate, there's uh, there's little friction points, like uh, three or four friction points on the backing plate where the where the edge of the brake shoe um, assembly rubs against the backing plate. Now, sometimes they'll develop some grooves in there, yeah, and those brake shoes will get stuck in the grooves. And as the brakes wear, those grooves move out further and further a little bit. So the brakes, you can actually hang up in those, and sometimes with the brake shoes off, you need to grind those back flat again, as well as yeah. apply sometimes some lube or, or anti-seize to them. Weld
3: some metal back
11: yeah,
2: build them back it. up because those grooves can get pretty deep, and those shoes will stick when you put down on the brake. You know, they'll apply and then they don't want to release. Okay. Um, you know, well, also questions.
11: too, I took I took also and I jacked the vehicle up, and I jacked both you know, the whole thing, so I, in the back, so I could. You know, see what's going on. And uh, what would happen, both of the brakes would stick just totally hard, both of them. And uh, and I, when this happened, and so I knew it wasn't just one wheel, it was both of them sticking really hard. And uh, so uh, they wouldn't even budge. <laughs> You'd have to, I had to like actually to get home. I had the situation, I'd have to uh, pinch off that rear rubber hose to the rear brakes. And uh, un- undo the the spigot on the bleeder. And as get- soon as you undid the, splitter, the bleeder, as soon as you undid it, boom, just let loose, just like that. Okay. That, was
2: just- did you put a new master cylinder in that van? No. No. No? I, if, no. That, if, if that were my van, I would I would go down to Bellingham Auto Parts. I'd say, I want a new master cylinder, not a reman one. I'd buy that. I'd put it in there. I'd bleed the brakes, and your problem will be solved you think? I think so. Okay. And it could be a proportioning valve problem, but I am going, I'm going it's an old van. it's an old master cylinder. The master cylinder's worn anyway. I'm going to put a master cylinder in it. You can go through and crack brake lines and crack stuff loose and check for where that pressure's building up. but but I just want to eliminate an old, worn part that's lived out its life, and, and I can pretty much guarantee it's going to solve your problem. Are
3: both primary but- shoes on one side and both secondary shoes on the other?
2: I think that's going to cause uneven wear, but I don't think it's going to cause it to
3: lock. And then I'm curious how the brakes were adjusted. Were the brakes adjusted? you loosen up the parking brake cable and adjust the rear brakes for their clearance, or did you adjust the cable to
9: try to
11: adjust the rear brakes? Oh, on the rear brakes, I just did them by hand with the adjuster. Okay. I adjusted it, you know, made them loose so I could get, you know, and then adjusted them so they would be close to where they were. And I know... When you go in reverse, then you hit the brake so the, the sure adjustments are supposed to work.
9: Okay.
11: Yeah. Well, yeah. One more question. You, do, you don't think it would be the ABS? Uh,
9: what do you call not. that?
11: For the re- okay. Okay. Just wondered about that because, okay, I will also answer the point of taking out the spring. My brother said to take out the spring in that. Uh, and and that cylinder in that rear ABS the uh, valve. Uh, module. Yeah,
9: I it, yeah, the,
2: it, it could be in in other places, but given what you've done and the master cylinder wasn't replaced, I I think I'm going to eliminate the the old parts that have lived out li, lived out their life and and go after that.
3: You know, it, and I agree with that. You know, but keeping I always keep in mind if it worked before. And I did something to it, and it doesn't work now. There's a high probability that it's something I did versus a coincidental failure of a
2: part. But you do have, like Brian yeah, said, a 25-year-old part. When he bled the brakes and the master cylinder was full of sludge and he pushed that brake pedal yeah. all the way to the floor 15 times and leading out the brakes, he yep, pushed a bunch of sludge into the passage that releases the pressure. Return. Yeah. All right, we've got to take a little break here. And we want to hear back when you get that fixed. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you very much. All right, Thanks for the phone call. You are in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's auto clinic, Kirk from Angler automotive.
1: My daughter, she's six years old now. Well, soon to be. She's, she's, she said, go get them. And she has a, she's a boss lady. I have her operating some of her little businesses, candy business, and she loves it. Daddy, daddy. Um, Let's go to work. Let's go see if we need to fill up the machines with candy and let's collect my money because I want to go to Disneyland. (laughs) Beautiful. I love that little girl. I like her heart. She'll come in and she'll offer lunch to the employees and then she'll come to me and be like, Hey, Dad, need your credit card. (laughs) You know what? It's something that I would do myself, so I have no problem. Here's the credit card, honey. Go buy the, the sales guy some lunch and that's what she does. She comes in here and she pretends she owns the place and matter of fact she does. But it's fun. It's fun to see her develop her leadership at an early age.
4: Xavier Cortez is the owner of Bellingham Nissan, part of the Cortez Auto Group.
10: Tandoori Bites will send you on a journey with the smells, decor, and music of a real trip overseas. You'll be amazed with fresh, flavorful, authentic Indian food made to order. The unique, one-of-a-kind menu items are sure to delight your taste buds with over 100 different options to choose from, including oven-fresh naan, roti made to order, tender butter chicken, and succulent baked tandoori meats. Plus, plenty of vegetarian and halal options as well. Hear what their customers have to say.
7: Best authentic Indian food I've
4: ever eaten. Super healthy. I could eat this every day. I thought I didn't like Indian food, but it turns out I just never had good Indian food.
10: Tandoori Bites has a full bar with full cocktails, Indian beer, and wine. Their drink selection will challenge your imagination. Using fresh fruits like guava and lychee into colorful drinks you're sure to enjoy. Tandoori Bites, Bellingham's best-kept secret. Offering full catering services, takeout, and delivery. Located at 505 32nd Street in Bellingham, just behind REI. Or at
3: tandooribites.us.
6: Ready to put some skin in the game? The only
3: sportsbook north of Snohomish County is now open at Silver Reef Casino Resort. Get in the game with baseball, football, basketball, hockey, and your other favorite sports. Visit Portage Bay Sportsbook and Bar and place your bets today. Sportsbook open daily at 9 a.m. Betting kiosks open 24-7. Silver Reef Casino Resort, located off I-5 exit 260.
12: We've got
0: that. Immaculate greens, unrivaled natural beauty, championship caliber conditions. Loomis Trail is the epitome of Northwest golf. With water in play on nearly every hole and tree-lined fairways, Loomis Trail provides a fantastic golf experience for those that want a challenge and those looking for a fun getaway. What round are you up for? Tea time's available online at golfloomis.com. Start planning your perfect golf getaway
6: today. Decisions, decisions. Whether it's choosing your dinner spot or picking the perfect show to stream, even the simplest choices can be challenging. Hi, I'm Brad Barron, CEO at Barron Heating, AC, Electrical and Plumbing. And today, I'm thrilled to introduce something that'll make your whole home comfort decisions a breeze. Barron's new upfront pricing. Whether you need heating, cooling, solar or plumbing, we've taken our whole home approach to the next level. We've taken out the guesswork in our estimating process. No surprises, no compromises, just clear and straightforward upfront pricing. Our home performance experts will provide you with accurate knowledge on the spot, allowing you to easily choose the right products that meet your comfort, health, and efficiency needs all within your budget. And with our buyer's guide, we'll help you navigate your project decisions with ease. Right now, we have cooling options for as low as $99 per month and add a furnace for just $30 more. Call Baron today. Baron, your full-service HVAC, electrical, and plumbing contractor. Our mission, improving lives.
2: Welcome back. You are in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Kirk from Angler Automotive. And hopefully we still have Tim on the line here. Good morning, Tim.
13: Hey, I'm here. A uh, quick animal story for you, then a question. On Sunday night, I parked my car in the backyard and I left my window open. And we have a couple cats around here, and one of them semi-feral. And unbeknownst to me, she was in the back seat. Well, I go to go to the feed store. I'm a quarter mile down the road. She jumps into the front seat, tries to jump out the front window. I go to grab her. She starts scratching me. I go into the ditch, into this grassy area, and clip this lady's sign. So roll up your windows, because the cops had a really hard time.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Did you pass the roadside sobriety test?
13: Yeah, I did. They ran me through all the time. (laughs) Seriously? Oh, they did, and my back was screwed up. Oh, no. In the process, so... I'm like, you know what? Just make me blow. (laughs) I I busted a headlight. I tore off my mirror, a piece of trim, and I think I'm pretty sure I bent a tie rod.
2: Yeah, this sounds like a bunch of bull. (laughs) You know, it it was a catastrophe. Did you you get a ticket? I did.
12: Oh, oh, no.
2: Are you you going to go in front of a judge and tell your story? I am because, you know what,
13: I was in pretty much pain when the whole thing happened, and I didn't even notice the scratch marks on my arm or the wet cat prints all over the truck because he wouldn't believe me. He's like, I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> and and
2: I- So what we need is after you, after you go in front of the judge and you tell your story, I want to hear how this turns out. So you make sure and call us back after your day in court.
13: I will. I mailed in the ticket, and I and I said I want to mitigate it. I mean, I can't say I wasn't the ticket. He said he wrote me the cheapest ticket, which was uh, wheels off roadway or something
2: like that. But when you're attacked by a feral cat, I think that I think I think that's a valid defense. You know, yeah. I, I would, were forced off the road. I would wear a flannel <laughs> shirt, and
3: I'd have my cell phone in my pocket, recording, and you know, get the look on the judge's. Face yeah, you need a feral dot. cat
2: cam. <laughs>
13: I, I took pictures of the cat prints in the, the the claw mark, but I do have one quick question for let's you.
2: See, let's hear it.
13: Uh, on the on the on the ram air turbo filters, it's on an F three fifty. They have those cleaning kits for them. Are they worth the salt, or should you just buck up and spend the eighty bucks on a new filter?
2: Yeah, so you're talking about like a and n style filter where it has a cleanable mesh membrane? It, uh, you know, it, I, it
13: is I, the original banks, but I think it's the same cotton
2: filter with the yeah, with the I, mesh I, outside. I, those things flow more air, but I am not a fan of like cleaning an air filter with the special cleaner and then treating it with the oil and washing it out and drying it out. And it's a long, drawn-out procedure, And uh, and, and I like just putting a new filter in there. Kirk, do you like cleaning those? I think it's insanity. (laughs) Seriously, man. And
3: you know, honestly, with a a good quality, high quality, conventional air filter, there are there are quite a few times where I'll get a car into my shop, and um, you know, I pull the filter out. I might have a little dirt. I grab my air nozzle and I blow the air, blow a little bit of dirt out of the air filter.
2: Yeah, I'm all for a new filter. That's yeah, conventional
3: stock filters. You know, they put a little bit of research in there, trying to figure out how to make them work
2: for a long time and get the best. And he flow, has a blah, factory blah, blah, filter blah, blah, blah. where they put the bank's, you know, filter. It's like a Canon in there. I'm, yeah, just not, I'm not a fan. Just, I'm not a fan of those. Like, you know, if you're going to the drag strip, you know, and you got all the time in the world, and this is a hobby race vehicle, go clean your filter. If you drive this thing on the road every day, and you know, to put a new filter in
9: it. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Keep it simple.
3: Okay. Well, I'll wait for my court date and let you know how it goes. I hope it goes well
2: for you. <laughs> yeah, good luck with That's... that, Tim. We want to hear back. Yeah. I right, appreciate the call. Okay, bye. You know, this is the funnest show ever. Isn't it, though? Yeah. Isn't it? Thank you, everybody. Well, I think we're going to go to Bob here and see what, what Bob has to say. Bob?
12: Well, hi. This is Bob in Bellingham, and I heard earlier one of you guys complaining about the price of gas?
9: So not in Wacom,
2: think, not in Wacom County and diesel
3: <laughs> and my and electric you, and bill you, and the milk that I you, buy in the grocery store. Yeah, uh, yeah,
12: inflation is affecting all of us. But uh, you mentioned the price of gas this morning, and you know, I I drove a Ford Focus, four hundred sixty seven thousand miles, and I had to give it up. And I told my kids I got to buy an electric. And I found a bolt. Have you guys even looked at the bolt? I mean, with all the tax incentives and all, it was under twenty grand. And it, and they're also paying for the uh, the level two charger installed at the house. So I'm just curious, what do you guys think of that?
2: I think I think you should make a run to Spokane and back today, and call me when you get here.
12: Well, I I run to Anacortes, I run to Arlington, and I spend a lot of time in Mount Vernon, and you know it's got 240 mile range. I have not had any issues with just plugging it in overnight and going to my accounts.
2: Yeah, I think uh, I, I, I it's think it, a good part. I think for for most people that's that's probably true. That the running from you know the Skagit and and Whatcom County and back is. It's kind of right on that on that limit. Maybe you can you know plug into a charger while you're down there. Even if you can't, you'll be able to make it back home at night. And and. Well, I, and-
12: I have to admit, it's my second car, and I do. You know, when I go down to the Oregon coast, I take the the gas guzzler.
2: There you but, go, um, <laughs> or the hybrid, or the hybrid. I, I, if you're going to be, if you're going to you be, guys. if you're going to have to travel more than a hundred miles away from your home, you're going to want a hybrid over the electric vehicle.
12: Well, I'm I'm just waiting for these smaller trucks with the hybrid engines to come out, and I'm going to compare them. But right now, I was looking at the Ford Maverick.
2: Yeah, I and, I, and I think when the it's I think when, this, racism, when the when the like when the nor'easter starts to blow and you have to have to drive down to Anacortes and back, then let me know if you can make it back without charging.
12: You know, I don't think it's going to be a problem because I've been watching all these videos videos on YouTube with guys in Denver driving these things
2: around, and
12: it's not a big issue.
3: And I think that um, if you, when it comes to gas powered car. Uh, hybrid cars or electric cars. Um, right now, I think that a hybrid car is a better one, a gas electric or a diesel electric car. Um, when it comes across the board from environmental friendliness to just across the board, um, I think the hybrid uh, vehicles are the best of both worlds um, and more invi- and more environmentally friendly than the electric right. cars. Until yeah, I, we truly get it. to green energy going on, um, the actual electric cars are actually more polluting through the uh, the whole process of building them and the whole cradle-to-grave thing than uh, uh, yeah, even uh, well, a gasoline car. So, yeah, the
12: recycling companies are, are homing in on that whole Yeah, issue. and once
3: they get there, that's going to make a huge difference, and then once we can actually – harvest all the materials for the electric cars and things like that with green energy, right. then, of course, it's going to be the way absolutely to go, I think. Um, but right now, you know, and I think that, you know, your electric car, uh, for some people, that works, you know. But for a lot of people still, um, we need yeah. those miles. Well, so
2: it looks like we're coming up on the end of the show,
12: though. Bill. Thanks for it the call. It has cut my gas bill by 400 bucks a month. And I that's mean, awesome. Uh, and,
2: and that's almost a full car payment plus insurance there. Appreciate the call. Got to go. Thank you. Yep. You've been in the shop, Brian, from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Kirk from Angler Automotive. Thanks for all the callers and calls, and we'll see you next week.